Hey there, are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Join Adol Kozilski and Fagy Stern as they explore ways to reverse chronic illness and achieve vibrant health. Your health is your only wealth and together we can be better. Hashtag healthy you, wealthy you. And good morning to all our listeners out there. Happy Shushan Purim and uh, I hope that everybody had a marvelous Purim. Um, I certainly did. It's it's fantastic to use the immunology of joy. Um, and uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, stuff out there that tells us that not only what we eat makes us healthy, but how we think and how we behave. And I hope that everybody overdosed on joy yesterday because all it does is it just gives you a better immune system. Well, we were thinking what should we discuss today post-Purim um, and we thought there would be no better topic than to d- discuss the topic of sugar. Um, yes, we all love sweetness in our lives and we certainly are always looking for the good. Um, but today we are sitting with an epidemic and we are going to discuss sugar and give you the bitter truth. Today, sugar is probably found in almost absolutely everything we find on the shelves in the supermarket. Of course, it is found in the natural world as well, in our vegetables, to a lesser extent, in our fruit, and the stuff that we eat. And yes, we do need sugar. We need it for energy. We need our glucose. But unfortunately, today, the scourge is so bad that um, I think statistics are saying that we are imbibing or in, ingesting, we're not imbibing it, we're not smoking it, maybe we are. <laughs> <laughs> we are ingesting more than 40 teaspoons of sugar every single day. And most people say, no, but I don't. I just have two teaspoons of sugar in my coffee in the morning. But if you actually start learning to read the labels, you will see that sugar and corn syrup, fructose and any other type of sugar um, – Type is, is found in absolutely everything and it has led to a scourge of many, many diseases. So in the studio today, I have my partner in crime, Faggy Stern. Good morning, Faggy. Good morning, Adel. How was your Purim? <laughs> Sugar free, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. And I was very proud. Do you know that, uh, um, I have, have a number of grandchildren, thank God, and, uh, one, one family in particular, they took all their shalach monas and they put it in a huge bag and you actually, if you had come the amount of sugar that was in this it wasn't a bag it was a box it was it was actually frightening and they they themselves even made an effort to you know to to make things better and um at the end of the show once we finish talking about sugar we are going to announce who was the winner of our sugarless gluten-free healthy Shalachmanis, a lot of ladies got involved and well done to all of you. As I said on our WhatsApp group, um, everybody was a winner because everybody who participated changed the way they did things. And that's what we want to do here. We want to change the tide. So I want everybody to hang on there until um, the end of the show. Just before the end of the show, we'll be announcing it. And around about 9.30, we are going to be interviewing a mom who is an activist in this field and is wanting to change things on the ground. So you need to stay tuned. And um, as always, you need to be involved if you'd like to uh, discuss things, make comments. Our SMS line is 34519. Our telegram number is 061-895-1019. Studio number 010-140-3020. So 
Let's kick it off, um, Fagy, and let's start discussing uh, sugar. Where do we find sugar other than in the Salati packet or, you know, the sugar as we know it when we physically see it? Where else can we find um, sugar? Well, Adel, the interesting thing is, aside from sugar being actually sugar in the in the products and the, you know, processed foods that we buy in the shops, um, it's everywhere. We... We find it specifically in cereals for our kids in the mornings, um, in a lot of the, the products that we do buy. Um, but we also have to realize that even carbohydrates, you know, that the high GI carbohydrates that we consume eventually does turn into sugar. So we're talking about all baked goods, all biscuits, cakes, um, confectionery stuff. Um, and of course... I guess not to mention all the cold drinks, the fruit juices. Everybody thinks, you know, I'm going to give up the Coke, et cetera. And then you go look at the fruit juices that are around. and um, Or you decide to reach for an appetizer that really does have a, lo- a lot of yes. sugar in it. Do you know, I think I, I think my family made that calculation that um, it, the sugar content there is something like eight or nine or ten teaspoons. And, in fact, one family men- member got um, a gift of a Pepsi Cola from from America and seriously there was about 48 grams of sugar in there there was like nothing but like pure unadulterated liquid sugar unbelievable I think though we do have to be careful with the substitutes that we do have for sugar mm-hmm. um, when it comes to the sweeteners and all the artificial sweeteners that also could actually spark our sugar right. as well as so what happens when we spark our sugar what happens when we 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 are eating too much sugar, drinking too much sugar. What, 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 is, what is happening to us? Well, it really does have a huge effect on our brains. Um, our, it, it, it gives us a real sugar high mm-hmm. um, and it gives us the energy, et cetera, that we need. But then the sugar levels drop. And when the sugar levels drop, it really causes a whole host of problems. Um, it, it has issues with you know, it gives us issues with the, with our concentration, um, with our ability to, you know, c- can cause the brain fog and the fatigue. Um, the, the sugar lows is actually a, a big problem. So the first thing that we're talking about is the fact that when we have sugar in the, con- in the refined um, manner that we're, we're, we're um, eating it, um, what we are doing is we're causing our body's glucose levels to go sky high. Um, and then p- because it's unsustainable, it, they come crashing down. And what most of us, what happens to most of us is that we go through sugar spikes during the day. And when our sugar drops, what is our body wanting? Um, it's wanting more sugar. So again, we will go for the, for the, for, for more sugar. And so what we're doing is we're having, um, kind of like you could take it in electricity, spikes and lows, like power surges all the time to our body, and that is actually really affecting the homeostasis of our body and our body to be able to function um, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a more like smooth, like, you know, straight line level. It, it was interesting. I was sitting in, in the queue at one of the, the shops the other day just before Purim, and um, I was actually, you know, you know what happens when you go into the aisle and but as you come into the counter, that's where they put all the, the sweets and the chocolates and the, and the nosh and the everything that, that, you know, that will entice you and you might be hungry, etc. It's clever marketing. And I was sitting there and I was actually like looking at the labels and seeing what, uh, what was happening and I was noticing that the majority of the stuff there was not even nutrition. It was, there was no nutrition in it. It was just colorants, sugar, 
and, and, and stuff, a lot of sweets and chocolates. And I was listening to a little girl um, behind with her father, and they were, were talking. And she says, Daddy, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. And he says, yeah, yeah, I'll get you something. And she just said, can I eat this? And she pulled out the chocolate. Can I eat this? And, and she pulled out the sweet. And can I eat this? And eventually the dad says, okay, choose two, three things. And she, he pulled they pulled him off. The dad paid for it. And what did the kid eat? The kid ate a bar of chocolate with some, I don't know, sugary gums and something else. And that was the nutrition that was given to the child then. Again, it's not a knock-on on just that dad. It's just the way that we live. We're going to go for a bit of a break right now. If you have any comments on sugar or any questions that you want to ask, again, rem- just a reminder that both Fagi and I are moms, women, just activists in the community space. We are not medical practitioners, but there's a lot about the education of sugar that as normal human beings Moms and wives out there, we can learn and just be a little bit more circumvent as to what we are buying. So we're going for a little bit of a break. When we get back, we will continue this important discussion. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. Welcome back. And we are discussing the important subject of sugar. And what sugar does to us, we were speaking just before that sugar is found almost in every product that we are finding. And for sure on this, in the space of having our sugar spike, uh, our sugar spikes, it is affecting our brains, our concentration, um, the scourge of ADD, ADHD, and uh, depression, anxiety, etc., is very much linked to the amount of sugar that we're having. And we're going to go back and revisit that soon. Just, Faggy, before we get there, what about our gut? What happens when we swallow sugar in our gut? Um, leaky gut is something that actually a lot of people have. Um, the sugar really does have a huge effect on us. Um, what happens with leaky gut is when there's a lot of inflammation in the body and um, – the, the the body base the, the stomach basically can't handle it and the the gut then the the, the sorry there's a whole lot of bad bacteria mm-hmm. in the gut that starts breaking through the walls of the of the gut lining um and then basically the foods that we're ingesting even if it's something healthy it leaks through the walls okay. of the of the gut and starts going into the area which is the immune system where our body then sees this type of food and takes it as an attack and our bodies start attacking even the healthier foods or whatever's basically leaking through the gut lining. Um, and our bodies have to work really, really hard to, to fight this all off. And hard, hard and harder. In fact, <clears throat> uh, last year I went to a specific homeopath that um, took some saliva from my mouth and looked under the microscope and she actually showed me, uh, and, and sorry, she also took blood. It was actually in the blood, and when she did the the sample, she showed me my she you know put it on the microscope and then onto a screen, so it was obviously magnified. She actually showed uh, pieces of my breakfast floating around in my bloodstream, mm. and one of the things I was complaining about was that my body was becoming allergic to a whole lot of stuff. And she says, "Well, yes, because now that you've got leaky gut, your food is going into the bloodstream, your immunity, your immune system is seeing it as something foreign, and so it's fighting against it. So I landed up getting a whole lot of um, allergies to ridiculous things like apples, cucumbers, cucumbers celery. celery. <laughs> um, and the only way for me to repair that was to repair my leaky gut. And leaky gut is because of inflammation. Okay, so sugar is the precursor 
to a lot of inflammation in the body. In fact, a lot of the, the diseases today, all the autoimmune diseases, cancer, all of these things are fed by sugar. And just to mention that one of the things sugar does is that it, it creates an acidic environment in your body. What does it mean in an acidic environment? Well, for functionality, we should be sitting in um, neutral pH to a mildly um, alkaline pH because that type of level, imagine the swimming pool. You don't want to jump into a pool that, you know, it's going to burn your skin because it's too acidic. We sit and use dipsticks in the swimming pool to make sure that the alkalinity of our pool is at where it's supposed to be. Well, our bodies are the same. Um, when we take too much sugar in, um, the sugar changes the acidity in our body, spikes the acidity. That causes anaerobic reactions to happen. That causes um, viruses and bacteria to rest in your body, causes your body to go haywire. And so you start an entire role on, on, on illnesses um, just simply because the environment in which everything is working. Um, you know, Adel, the interesting thing is as well, is a lot of us are sitting with so much bad bacteria in our bodies, and we they, we also have fungus in our bodies. Now, it's normal to have some fungus in our bodies, but when we have a fungal overgrowth like candida, Correct. the candida feeds on sugar. So what actually what happens is when the candida, because it, because it lives on sugar and because the bad bacteria lives on sugar, they send signals to your brain to eat the sugar. So when we say, oh, we really need something to eat, we really need that sugar, the candida and the bad bacteria are busy sending the signals to our brain to say, we need to survive, eat the sugar. Correct, correct. And so you start a, a role on, on perpetually feeding sugar to our bodies, thinking that you're hungry, thinking that you're needing it. In fact, the truth be said, sugar is an addiction. We are addicted to sugar as much as we are addicted to, to, to other things and known addictions. You know, um, Anyone struggling, especially with anxiety and depression, one of the first things that we should be doing is taking sugar out of our diets. I think we should be taking sugar <laughs> out of our diets. <laughs> it does. It causes a, a whole host of not diseases. Not natural sugar. Let's put it out there. Natural sugar um, is good, and eating um, fruit where God has given the natural sugar is, is great. And just in that point, um, I was discussing with a group of high school girls last, last week. They went to say, well, what about making fruit shakes? And I said, no, because when you take a fruit shake, you are putting in like three or four or five times the amount of fruit um, in order to make that glass of, of, um, of, 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 of a smoothie. And so you're imbibing much more sugar. When you have fruit in its natural form and you're eating it and you're chewing it, you're getting the fiber, you're getting the minerals, and you're getting the amount of sugar that God wanted you to get. Once you start zhuzhing it up, you know, cooking it up, adding more sugar, putting in a whole lot of stuff, you actually land up in, 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 in a lot of trouble. And candida is a, is a, is a huge problem. Um, you know, around, I, I, I was a sufferer of candida. Many times I thought I had a burst appendicitis. I thought that I had a kidney stone. One time I landed up in the emergency room and I went from one specialist to another. And when they couldn't find out what was wrong with me, they gave me the diagnosis, you've got irritable bowel syndrome. And only when I went to a homeopath, he went and said, it's none of those. You've got an overgrowth of candida. Now change your diet and cut out the sugar. And as soon as I did that, you know, um, I, I never went back there. Teenagers or adults, anyone suffering even with skin to skin issues, acne. Right. Um, you know, I think if we can even go back simply to oral health. Oral health mm. is super important. And the amount of sugar that we're all taking in um, has a huge effect on our teeth. 
And then, you know, going on from there, I mean, this is another discussion altogether, but having to have those silver fillings put in or the, or the um, root canals done, et cetera, we don't realize it really does have a massive effect on us. Right. It's feeding, it's, it's feeding that system. Just to bring to everybody's attention, if you're hearing about this sugar story, like how do you know that there's sugar? Well, one of the rules when it comes to reading la- um, ingredients of labels, okay, um, the rule is is that that ingredient which has the most is the first, and then the next one in concentration is the second. Now, if you actually go and look at the labels of what you are buying, and if there's anything you're going to take away from this today is this. Pick up the next time you buy a tomato sauce, you buy a bra sauce, you buy a cereal, you buy whatever it is, and check out the ingredients. First of all, if you can't understand the ingredients, okay, and you wouldn't know where to find it if <laughs> anywhere else, then don't buy it because probably it's all artificial, okay? And we spoke about it last week. All the e-numbers are basically, a, you know, a hyper-pain shop job. But if you go and look at a cereal, you'll see it'll say oats, and then it'll say sugar, and that means that the second most concentrated ingredient in what you are eating is sugar. So if you go and start saying, well, look, I'm going to give my kids some cereal for breakfast and then I'm going to give them a chocolate milk and then I'm going to give them an energy bar and then I'm going to give them a granola bar, just know you might as well have sent them to school with a packet of sugar and said to them, darling, eat that because that is really what you're, you're feeding them along with a, a few other ingredients which probably are GMO and really not healthy in the first instance. So start reading the labels and you will be flabbergasted to go and see that sugar, corn syrup, fructose, dextrose, nectar, nectar, malt syrup, molasses, all of those are sugar. So we're not saying don't have sugar, but if you actually go and start looking at your meal and saying, how much of my meal has got sugar, particularly breakfasts, which are probably one of the biggest headaches um, and the one that's actually causing the scourge of our children not being able to function um, properly, that 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 um, th- that is something that one should look look at. Right now in the studio, we have a mom who's on a rampage and a, a good one. That's why I'm bringing you in. Welcome, Sylvia. Um, good, morning. good morning. Um, I was uh, scrolling um, on Facebook and I saw a mom there who's out out to get a lot of people to sign a petition. To change things, and we're talking uh, particularly now um, in the in the in the school environment that we have a, a, an epidemic of stuff that we are giving our kids. A as mothers bring bring the food to school, and then the tuck shops, you know, I, I guess putting the cherry on top of of of, of the mm. whole thing and feeding it every more. And then we're sitting there looking at our children, sending them to 150 therapies talking about Ritalin, looking at all sorts of behavioral problems, learning problems, and a lot of it is because every single day we are we are piling in sugar. So, Sylvia, as an introduction, how did you come to actually understand what was going on and then we can take, and take it further as to what you're trying to do to change the tide? Um, firstly, thank you for having me on the show. Um, yeah, it's funny, and I'm on a rampage. I like that. <laughs> a good one. A good it's one. Good to a be good on rampage. <laughs> yes. Um, so, like you said, I'd just like to echo what you said. Is that you know we're sending our kids to school packed with sugar, and then they get more sugar at break, and it's just it just seems like a like we're we're stuck on this like hamster wheel of just feeding them sugar, then they 
go hyper and then we must medicate and and don't get me wrong because I've had a lot of people like sending me messages saying you shouldn't be against medication medication is so like it's changed people's lives some people and I'm not against medication please don't get me wrong and I don't think or am I claiming that sugar causes ADD or ADHD I'm not saying that at all what I'm saying is we are what we eat and we can't expect our children to focus and concentrate when we're feeding them sugar. And my husband actually told me this years ago. And I don't know why, but I think maybe it's just our, our lives. Pressure. And our lives, the way yes. things are and peer pressure. That I just like, I was like, oh, don't like overreact. It's fine. Let's give Shala a tinky. Her friend gets a tinky for school every day. If she wants a tinky, give her a tinky. If it's going to mm. make her happy, then she can concert. But, you, but then I, I realized that actually... It's not okay. Has it has it has it hurt you personally? Have you gone through a personal experience now to to you know to to come to understand that it's not okay? Yes, yes. So um, both my children are, um, I guess, have issues or, or find it difficult to focus. And um, we took Shyla. Well, firstly, I I tried a hell of a lot of things. I mean, from like um, oh, what's that other the- like all these sorts of like different therapies mm. to try and help her. And it's actually very interesting that you mentioned leaky gut. I've never heard of leaky gut, yet my daughter has a tummy ache every day. Right. And um, if you if you know, most children suffer from tummy aches Mm -hmm. and all the teachers and everybody that you know talk to me or people that are around are all saying no it's anxiety yes maybe it's leaky gut maybe it's because we're packing them with sugar just the other day after the talk a woman a mother messaged me and said i really don't know what to do my daughter really only goes for the sugar in her snacks and only wants the the sweet treats and i say well just don't pack them. I mean, mm. obviously, if you're going to pack a nachi next to a sweet treat, the child's going to want to go for the Correct. sweet treat. Correct. But I think, I think just on that point, and then we'll, we will get back. Um, you've got to model. You've got to model it yourself, you know, and and explain to the kids. Like I've gone through a process in educating my family, and you know, my children, my grandchildren, etc. And they actually understand it so much now that they go, I, I, I don't want it, you know. And give me something else because they actually are starting to feel better. I met a woman three days ago. She said, I listened to your show last week. I've been off milk, sugar, and gluten for three days. And she said, I can't believe the energy. My, my brain fog has lifted. So there's a lot to it and, and, and try it yourself, but you've got to really be, be, be focused. Speaking on about it. brain fog, how do we expect our children mm-hmm. to sit in a classroom environment and listen to the teachers all day long? When they've got sugar sparks going all okay. the time. Right, right. So what did you do in terms of, of your kids, uh, Tavia? So like I was, I was against medicating at first. Mm. Um, and we tried everything. And then eventually we gave, we gave, uh, uh, one of my kids, we put one of them on Ritalin, which it did. It helped. Correct. It helped a lot. She was focusing. Teachers were very happy. Um, but her anxiety went through the roof because Ritalin exacerbates anxiety. Right. So then I needed to give her something for anxiety and then it just snowballs and then I must give it something for the, for, you know, it just, it's a never ending snow, like snowballing issue Correct. instead of trying to figure out what is it exactly that's the problem. And then I started realizing, you know what, there must be a way that we can monitor because they say that ADD is the lack of dopamine and all of that. And like somehow just by taking a blood test, and just by having a conversation with a psychiatrist and just by having like a, an educational assessment, 
how do you come to a conclusion that your child must be on Ritalin? It just didn't make sense to me. Surely you can monitor the brain. You can look at the brain to see how much dopamine is there. Is like, is it anxiety that's causing her not to focus or is it the focus that's, the focus causing, that's causing her anxiety? So there you mentioned that you took your children for a test. What exactly yes. did you do? So I took, I took, so I, I researched, um, and I took her to a, a lab called the ADD lab. Also another friend of mine. I'd heard about it before. But I thought, oh my God, no, it sounds like too awful because they put like a cap on their head and then they, they put gel in it and then they monitor the brainwaves and I thought it just sounded too like out there for me. But then a friend of mine told me that her son, she put her son on Ritalin because she was told to, he was focusing great and then all of a sudden he started experiencing these horrific tics. Mm. And then she went to the ADD lab and she had a very good experience. So I said, you know what, let me try this. And my daughter was a little bit older, so I said, you know what, let's take them both. Let's see. And it costs a lot of money. It's like 4,000 rand for each child. But Discovery does, Discovery paid for like 2,000 rand. So half of it. And they put this little cap on them and it's called a QEEG where they basically monitor your brain and they see what is your brain doing when it's getting, um, when you're, when you're being questioned. So it's like a little questionnaire and it's, it's actually quite fun. It's a computer. Um, you sit in front of a computer. There's a little button that they press. Uh, the cap is not a problem to put on. It takes five minutes to put on. It's not painful at all. And, uh, they ask visual questions and also auditory questions. So it's monitoring your brain with like visual and auditory. And it's quite interesting because so it spits out a report. It takes a while for the report to come because the answers are taken to Australia where the headquarters are. And, um, and you must know that this ADD center is global. It's amazing. Mm. It's not just like this little tiny little, you know, <laughs> um, and yeah, so we found out that she's actually got a lot more anxiety than she does have concentration, concentration. ADD. Yeah. yeah. She does have, and she is a, um, candidate for Ritalin. So she would do very well on Richmond, but actually what we need to do is focus on her anxiety. What is wrong? Like, why is she so anxious? Um, where my son's results were very, very different. He had like a spike and they said to me, if you put your child on Ritalin, mm. he will get a reaction. He will get. So every time he takes the Ritalin, the spike will go higher and then he'll get a tick. Right. So we could see here that, 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 that first of all, People are very different, and, and different things will work for different people. But there is a general underlying things, and we're going to come and touch on the sugar um, soon. I just got a an SMS in that said, hi, I just tuned in. I'm loving your program. Thanks for bringing this to everyone's attention. Maybe by talking on the radio, more people will be interested in what sugar does to us. Absolutely. And that's why we are here. Catch the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern every Wednesdays at 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. only on 101.9 High FM. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. Inviting everybody to join in on the conversation on SMS 34519, Telegram 061-895-1019. We're in the studio with Faggy, my co-host, and Sylvia, a mother who has gone through the trials and tribulations of, of children who have, have had difficulty um, at school and how she actually comes to an astounding conclusion. And what was that, Sylvia? 
So after we, we went to the ADD center, we were referred to a doctor who's more of a holistic doctor. So he doesn't just look at, he looks at your body. He looks at, are you sleeping correctly? Are you eating correctly? You know, and he's not against medic, medicating either, but right. he's looking at you holistically so that he can tell you whether or not, and he's also looking at your QEEG. Right. And well, today, by the way, uh, that's called functional medicine, and it, it was something that uh, Feggy and I were speaking about last week. That the way medicine is moving is to look at you functionally, looking at you as a whole, as a and a sum of the parts, as opposed to just the part of you. Yeah. And the second, like he looked at us and he said to us, "Okay, what are you eating?" Right. And um, and he said, like the sugars, the refined sugars, the um, the processed food. You don't quite realize that it's all causing inflammation. Like you said, it's all causing spikes. It's all causing. And how do you expect your child to focus? So that was sort of like the catalyst. Correct. And I came home and I just emptied out my cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well, we should give you an applause for that. <laughs> and and have you seen a change? So it's only been a week, right. okay. but already I'm seeing the mindset of my children. Shane, the doctor said to my to my son, "Sugar makes you stupid." <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's what right. he's walking right. around saying. Right. Right. And but the peer pressure, the kids, Good. all the other parents are sending the kids to school with junk. So my, my children have the same thing. You know, they come home and say, "Mommy, but it's not fair. How come my friend gets a whole bar of chocolate every single day?" Mm. Um, and you know, I'm trying to send the healthy foods, and it is complicated. I think peer pressure is a difficult thing. Peer pressure is not only there with the kids; it's with the adults I'm as well. I'm talking specifically about mm. the adults. You know, you yeah. tell you you ask a mother or you discuss with a mother, and it's like, well. This is what my child likes. And then it's difficult for children that, that do need the healthier foods, especially the children with the anxiety and the depression, the children that do need the healthier foods to be able to concentrate. Or obviously everyone, they all do need a healthier lunch, um, which is what you've been trying to accomplish here. There's been studies um, that I've heard like doctors quoting, um, particularly in American schools where the government provides, provides the foods or um, studies in hospitals Okay, and they've gone and taken wards or they've taken uh, public schools where the government is providing the lunches and understand the government, you know, tries to give the cheapest and, 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 and the most quickest way to, to feed people. They've actually gone and changed that and they've seen in schools levels of, of, of anxiety go down, concentration go up, behavior being better, et cetera, et cetera. They've seen in hospitals that instead of giving a sick patient, um, jelly, okay, which is nothing but Color and some sugar and water and rather giving them a, an apple or like some fresh fruit and, 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 you know, protein, a protein with a carbohydrate and keeping that they actually got better quicker. So what are you trying to do, Sylvia, in, in this, in this area? So I guess I'm just trying to like influence parents that, listen, I believe generally that you're guilty by association. Right. Like if you believe in something, why not say it? Correct. And I think we all believe that sugar is not healthy. And why don't we say it? Why don't we? So that's why I started that petition, because if everyone believes it and signs their name to it, then we can start making healthy food cool. Why right. not? Instead of like the kid coming to school and going, mm, I got a bar one. Why doesn't the kid come into school saying, you know, I got a flavored water that is sugar free, you know, everything free. It's only got a little bit of taste, which is great, mm. you know, or coming to school with something that's healthy, right. you know, or like I, I well, I can tell you yeah. just over Purim now, um, I spoke to a, a, a high school, girls high school last, last week, and I got a photograph from 
from a mother and said, you influenced my girls, look what they're taking for lunch. And there was salad with protein and a whole lot of healthy stuff. And really, that's what it's about. It's about just starting to make a concentrated effort. So what does one, what are you going to do with that petition? What are you, first of all, we will post on our WhatsApp group, Healthy You, Wealthy You, um, the, uh, uh, a, a link to the petition. I know that it is on Joburg Jewish Moms. The petition is there. And, you know, I think that with social media, once people get to know about it, hopefully more and more, when we sign that petition, what are you hoping to do with it? I'm hoping that the tuck shop becomes, and this is not about naming and shaming anybody. I think it's just about trying to influence like positive change in our community, in our children. And um, it's not about like upsetting anybody. It's just about educating so that we are, we've got healthier kids. Are you going to take those petitions back then to whom? Or or so the, the, actually the Jewish board is actually on the petition. I've, 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 you'll see all their uh, their their details, the email addresses on there so they can see it. Right. So they can right. see that the, de- that the demand is there. Look, if the bigger the demand, the more influence. Right. So if parents are educated and if parents know, the demand will get bigger. Shops, even the shops, even our kosher worlds and others and all that will start bringing in healthier things. Right. Because if there's demand for chocolate, they're going to supply chocolate. Correct. You know, so it's up to us to make that demand there and make the difference. You know, if you stop buying the chocolates, they'll stop selling the chocolate. Right. We're not out there, obviously, to take away anybody's panos, but what we are saying is, is that the, 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 the shops and everything that we are eating today is, it's, it's, it's a marketing cycle. It's a hamster cycle. They market to you. You want it. You buy it. They, they, they do more, et cetera, et cetera. And I, um, I think that there is a, um, there's a lesson from the coronavirus now, just thinking, you know, like people now suddenly everybody wants hand sanitizer, so the place is bought out of hand sanitizer. Can you imagine if we could cause a rampage and say everybody's now looking for organic food or looking for healthier substitutes and demanding it of the shops, demanding it of the tuck shops, demanding it of, of, of various places, and we actually, you know, start gathering like strength in numbers, it, it, things will start to change. And I think the biggest thing in this whole eating story is, one, is peer pressure, and two, um, and again, I think that we are all guilty by association and we're all in this, is laziness. It's just way quicker for that father in the queue that was behind me to give his daughter a, a, a chocolate bar and a packet of sweets to eat because she was hungry than to go home, cut up a salad and give her that to eat. But understand that we are responsible for the ill health that we are creating. We've got so much chronic disease within ourselves, within our children, and particularly our children, do you know that the life expectancy of our children have dropped five to ten years? Then for those people that are in the 40s and 50s, the generation we're bringing up now, um, it's the, the life expectancy is dropping. Why? Because of the lifestyle uh, we are living, and that's like a, a scary You know, Adol, something so interesting is that Alzheimer's is now being considered as type 3 diabetes, which just shows that the, with the sugar effect on our brains um, and what it can cause in the long run. Correct. If you just go and do yourself a favor, educate yourself, go onto YouTube and just go sugar. Um, you know, there's many, many, many places and many, many, um, schools out there that are showing that sugar, in fact, is one of perhaps the biggest poisons today that we are taking in. And you know what? Sadly, it's such a sweet poison that nobody even understands or realizes what they are doing. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosulski and Peggy Stern.
It's a general consensus around uh, just the three of us that we could probably speak another six hours on this, and unfortunately time is against us. Sylvia, what do you want to see happening with your petition, and where do you want people to go? Like, What do you want to happen here? So I think that it would be amazing if in our community we could we could follow international trend like i don't know if you heard of like that whole Jamie Oliver yes. that he he revolutionized school lunches in the UK and and i just think we should revolutionize what we feed our kids at home and at school i think that our our shops our kosher shops should be revolutionized um, and we should eat wholesome food. And instead of importing from Israel and from overseas, not that I don't want to support, but import the good stuff. Don't import the rubbish. Right. And, and why not have local communities and, and, and promote local people who can make healthy, wholesome food that is sugar-free and that is, and that free is of real. Yeah, the, correct. And 100%. free of all the other rubbish. 100%. Fergie? One thing is that, um, we, we, as we were discussing Adel earlier, we were speaking about the competition with the Shalach Monis, is that being healthy does take effort. It takes a lot of time for mothers to have everything prepared and in the fridge and ready and available. And that's why people do look for the ready-made products in the, in the aisles um, and in the shops and, you know, snacks to throw in something that's already ready-made. Um, I think that we do have to create a bit of a community, Sylvia, as you're discussing, and maybe getting a bunch of moms together specifically for a tuck shop and come up with different ideas of snacks for the kids for schools and, you know, have have other foods that are exciting and available yeah. that everyone in the class is doing the same thing and that not any you – know, the, there's so much more – you know, of, of fun options for children Correct. to be able to choose. It, it does take effort, and that's the bottom line, is that because we are inherently lazy, we have succumbed to this scourge now that is actually like putting our community apart in terms of illness. And it does take effort um, to change it, but it's, it's doable. And I think that if there is pockets of the community, and really this is the purpose of this radio show and uh, certainly what you and I, Faggy, are trying to do, is just to try get um, people out there to, to activate that, that want and that need and that desire and slowly start changing the tide. Um, we just saw it now with our competition on Shalach Monas and the time has arrived dum dum dum, to announce the winner and again I have to reiterate well done to every single person who this year on Purim chose to change the tide and really in terms of all of those that obviously told me and, and, and we had we had some pictures coming through our WhatsApp group but I know that there were others that were just too shy to post and were, were, were posting to us privately well done so let's just say instead of us have a, having to have imbibed maybe two tons of sugar yesterday we cut it down to one ton mm-hmm. 900 but that means that there was another 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 people in the community that actually pulled back and we need to gain momentum on that. It was an incredibly difficult choice to decide on um, who was the winner. We were looking at many things. We were obviously being very, uh, we, we scrutinized the ingredients. We looked to see if it was ready to eat, delicious, on, you know, ready to go. Um, we looked at presentation. We looked to see um, if there, there was a recipe. We looked at a whole lot of things. And uh, we are proud to say that um, the winner and the person who filled all those things was none other than 
Laura Bransk. Well done, Laura. You are the recipient of a 500 Rand gift voucher. But in having said all of that, everybody else fulfilled it. If it was 80%, 90%, 95%, you all did well, and this is where we, we, we need to go. So it really was a real inspiration to most of the other mothers on the group. Yes. For them to see that actually it is doable. It is doable. It's and just it can be exciting and it can yeah. be fun. So that's where we're going to leave the show today. Thank you, Sylvia, for coming in. Thank you, Faggy, for joining us. We are on air from 9 to 10 every single Wednesday as moms, not as, as, as anybody, you know, that knows more than you, as moms that are just trying to change things on a grassroots level. If you want to um, ask any questions, join our WhatsApp group. You can email info at highfm.com, and we will gladly join you in the revolution. And with that, have a rest of a wonderful Shushan Purim, and we'll be back next week, same time.